Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. Yes, we are. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the show once again tonight. Yes, this is your girl, TJ. And we are an informative, an educational, and hopefully an entertaining show for you on Wednesday nights. And there are some simple ways for you to join us each and every Wednesday night. When? Well, for right now, for the time being, up until April the 19th, you can catch us live here at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And to join me, all you have to do is either pick up your telephone, dial 347-826-7924, log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2, or you can hit me up on the timeline, hit me up on the timeline on Facebook Live, yes, going live right now, so we go live at the top of the show now, because why? Well, the show has been condensed down to one hour, so again, I'm going to ask you and thank you in advance for your understanding, for your appreciation, and for your support of the show and myself. So again, 347-826-7924, that's where you can talk to me. You call me up, you press the number one, I get you right on in. You can hit me up in the chat room, that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 get to typing away, or you can hit me up on the timeline, Tina D. Jackson on Facebook. If I'm not your friend, then friend me. And hey, then I'll tag you, okay? I try to get to get to everybody tagging, but you know, it's a, it's a lot of names, y'all. <laughs> so I tried to tell my head, not to my heart, but you can find me. You know, if we're friends, it will be posted on my timeline, all right? So let's go ahead and get to it because time is limited. So what do we want to talk about tonight? Um, so an NBA coach is only concerned with winning championships nowadays, not individual games. Hmm. All right, the NCAA Sweet 16 is set. How many brackets are already torn up, you know, blown up out the water? <laughs> 
And uh, NFL players, they discuss some hot-button issues, so we're going to try to get to as much as we can. But we will definitely get to Wednesday Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, and TJ's motivational moment, and also much more, whatever we can get out, okay? So shout-out to everybody who is tuning in on Facebook. I see you out there. I'm going to go through go through my timeline here in a minute, but i got to get – let's go ahead and get to the show because I want to know what you think. LBJ, he's the king, right? He's the king. He's the man. Um of of basketball, the, the basketball generation now, what, for the past 10 years or so. And, you know, I'm a firm believer. I, I believe in the old school. I think the old school is, is, is way better than this new school mentality, the way that they think, the way that they approach things. And so LeBron was uh, – well, hold up. Before I get started with that, I must give a shout-out. Okay, now, this has been a pretty much been a dismal year for my Chicago Bulls and not too many high points. Well – and this isn't really a high point, so I, I shouldn't I shouldn't tease it like that. But um, and you know, and I never like to advocate violence either. But last night, did you catch the the Raptors and the Bulls game last night? Yes, my, the center for us, Robin Lopez. Let me tell you. You know how in in basketball games when people call themselves getting irritated or get agitated with each other, and they want to just you know blow it out their chest and and they. Be, I always feel like they do that because if they know there are, you know, people who are going to pull them back or, you know, pull, pull them from the crowd, you know, they just basically do a lot of woofing, just a lot of talking. Not not Bulls uh, center uh, Robin Lopez. No, him and the forward for the Toronto Raptors, Serge Ibaka, oh, throw them bows. How about throw them blows, Okay. <laughs> Like I said, I don't like to advocate violence. I don't want to seem too excited about that. But Robert Lopez is not the one, okay? And a lot of people are saying that he was the aggressor in the incident. Well, if you go back and you look to a couple of plays that led up to the fight, and, yes, it was a fight. They came to blows. If you look at it, um, Serge was – he was um, he was um, edging him on, I want to say, or or – instigating, because I'm not going to say Ibaka is a dirty player, but he can get under your skin if you allow him. And he was kind of like elbowing Lopez in the back. Um, there were a lot of times that he was like coming down, you know, over on uh, over on his shoulder and all that. But this last time, uh, Robert Lopez, he was like, I'm done. Okay, and he Ibaka elbowed him in the back one too many times. Robin Lopez went to go snatch the ball. And Ibaka turned on him like he wanted to do something. Well, put it like this: Ibaka started it, and Lopez finished it. Fortunately, Lopez didn't land a blow, but he—I give Serge Ibaka—he has some quick reflexes. But Ibaka ducked, ducked. Then Ibaka went to 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 throw bows at Robin Lopez, and he connected to the side of his head, but you know, not just a full-on out um, blow to the face. They both, of course, were ejected. But I just gotta say. You always see, like I said, you always see those players acting like they want to do something. Well, Robin Lopez told you and showed you he's about that business, <laughs> okay? <laughs> so you may want to think twice when you uh, come up in the face of Robin Lopez. Okay, now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Because <laughs> my Bulls are sitting in, in uh, 10th place right now. I don't think we're going to make the playoffs, and we snapped um, – we had an 11-game winning streak going into Toronto, and that's now been snapped. We were up 15 points heading into the fourth quarter, and we lose by two in overtime. Where they do that at? In Chicago. All right, so let's go ahead and get to what I really want to talk about. So LeBron James says that he sees nothing wrong with resting players. Matter of fact, we're going to hear some audio real quick from LeBron about um, just his thoughts on players sitting 
or resting uh, during games. Let's take a listen. You know, it sucks, you know, that at times where, you know, certain guys have to rest, but, you know, certain guys need rest, you know, and it's, it's a long, strenuous season, and uh, the NBA does a great job of putting the schedule together as best as they can. You're going to have back-to-backs. You're going to have, you know, certain games where certain things fall on certain nights, but, you know, coaches' coaches' job is to figure out a way that this team can compete for a championship, not compete for a game. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That's the number to call to talk to TJ tonight on LL Sports Two. So it's the coach's job to compete for championships, not to compete for games. Well, how if you don't win the in, if you don't win the games in the regular season, how are you gonna get to the championship? First of all, second, really, I mean, I understand they have back to backs. I do understand that they sometimes they have cross country, um, cross country travel where if you, you're playing, you're from the East Coast, you have to travel to the West Coast, vice versa, to the, you know, South or whatever. Correct me if I'm wrong. How long has the season been uh, 82 games? It's been more than five, ten, seven years, right? I mean, 12, 20. I mean, how long have we had 82-game seasons? Um, how long have they had back-to-backs? How long have you know that the regular season is what gets you to the postseason. If you don't play and you don't win enough games in the regular season, you do not have a postseason. So I'm saying this because, yeah, true enough, they may have wrapped up the 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 um, seating on where they want to be. Cavaliers are currently sitting in the first place, and there's no competition in the East really to, to well, I can't say that because the Celtics and uh, the Wizards are actually playing pretty good. But, um, I mean, I'm trying to be funny, but I can understand the, the, the later in the season you've already wrapped up your seating and all of that. These players were taking rest in December. They were taking rest in January before the All-Star break. Correct me if I'm wrong, and you know you know where I'm going with this, but no, your Patrick Ewings, your Isaiah Thomases, already you know where I'm going, MJ, uh, Shaq, Kobe, none of them felt the need to rest heading into the playoffs. You know what they did do? They thought enough of the fans who were paying their money to come and see them play on the road they felt the need, they, they knew the necessity of it, they knew the responsibility of coming out there for the fans. If you have a game slated and you see it's the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Houston Rockets, who do you think they're coming to see? Russell Westbrook and James Harden. If you see a matchup of the New York Knicks and the Washington Wizards, who do you think they're paying to see? Sean, uh, was it uh, Bradley Beal and uh, was it Sean Wall? Not Sean Wall. I, I can't think of his name right now. But Bradley Beal and um, and Wall and uh, I just lost my train of thought, y'all. I apologize. But it was Carmelo Anthony. Let's just be real, okay? When you pay the money to come and see these games, you are paying to see the high marquee players. And now they have the Saturday night games where they have the, the Saturday night matchups. You have, you're supposed to have the best, quote, 
lineup of the week or of, of the night. You know what I'm saying? And for the past couple of weeks, these coaches have felt the need to rest the key players. Now, true enough, in this game on Saturday when it was the Cavaliers versus the Clippers, the players that did that did um, sit, you know, they, sat, they are saying that they sat due to rest um, because of injury. Not specific injuries, but just saying that these players needed to rest. However, the game before, when it was the um, when it was the Warriors that that sat their players, all of them were healthy, and we, and they knew that. They actually said they were healthy as, as as far as Steve Kerr saying that they were healthy, that he was just going to rest them. You don't have these multi-million dollar contracts with these with these. Um, media outlets, your ABCs, your ESPNs, even your NBA TV networks, and sit the marquee players. Now, LeBron came back and he had something to say because he felt like um, all of a sudden now that he's the one that's sitting, he's getting a little bit more backlash for um, sitting, saying that Popovich, Greg Popovich, the coach for the San Antonio Spurs, has been doing this, what, for at least 10 years now, and now all of a sudden it's a problem that LeBron is sitting. So let's take a listen to what he had to say about that. I don't understand why it's become a problem now, because I'm, I started to sit out a couple of games. Listen, Pop been doing this for 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, and everybody was like, you know what, that's the smartest thing Pop has ever done. You know, give us guys a couple games off, and then they go five championships. It's the smartest thing. I just know the conversation gets a little bit more talked about when I when I'm a part of it. When, when it's somebody else's conversation is blown underneath, or it gets talked about for a little bit, it has no legs and it's gone. But as soon as I'm involved, it's, it's a whole different situation. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That's the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight. And again, that was LeBron James speaking to the media in regards to he feels like now that he's starting to sit, that he's getting a little bit more backlash or a or, um, little bit more scrutiny that um, that he's sitting. Whereas Popovich, as I mentioned, has been doing this for what the past ten, twelve, fifteen years, sitting his players. We had a problem when Pop was doing it too, LeBron. Okay, now let's just be clear on this. It's not the fact that people are are putting more attention on you or making a more of a making a more big deal because it's you that's sitting out. If you are the face of the league, why wouldn't people want to see you play? Again, whenever you have the lineup that the Cleveland Cavaliers are coming to town and and I've talked about this uh, in previous shows. I have a problem when the players sit but I have an extreme problem when they sit on the road. You never know what fan has spent their their last money, maybe even their rent money. I'm not encouraging you to do that, but whatever you feel the need to do to go see your favorite player or to go see a marquee matchup, people are going to do it. And these t- these NBA tickets are not cheap. I don't care even if you're sitting in the nosebleed section. It's especially when a primetime, a premier opponent is coming into town. So anytime somebody is buying a ticket, their home team versus the Cleveland Cavaliers, they are expecting to see LeBron James. True enough, they're probably expecting to see Kyrie Irving, Love, everybody, but they're coming to see you, LeBron. 
okay? If you have, if you're tired, I, I get it. I know he's, he has, what they say, he's marked up the most mileage as far as any current NBA player that's playing right now. I understand there's miles on those legs. I do. But then how about you start taking some rest off in the off season? How about you stop playing these these, um, what is it, the tournaments that they do uh, in, in the off season, the Olympics, you know, you, you don't have to participate in these, in these off season activities. If your job, let me repeat, if your job is to play in the NBA, you need to play in the NBA. You need to play your regular season games. I understand taking a night off here or there because you are going to get banged up, again, especially if you have the, the mileage on you. But you didn't see you didn't see the players do that back in the day, and they had just as many miles, they had just as many injuries, but they felt the the need, they felt the responsibility to the fans. And at the end of the day, if nobody's in the arena, you want to play? What you you okay with with playing for the for the the snack lady, the person who's bringing the peanuts, the beer man, the coaching staff? The, the 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 trainers, you know, you're gonna mess around, and the people who who are who who you're playing for, they're they're not going to be there. Prime example. I'm not even excited about the Saturday night games anymore. It's only been two, but it's been key. It's been two key games. It was the matchup between the San Antonio Spurs and the Golden State Warriors. These were the best in the West. They had they had hyped this up. They even got Little John doing the commercials. You hype up these games because why? Because it's the marquee players. It's the marquee teams. You got the best in the West, the number one, going up against basically one A and one B because the, the, the Spurs and the the Warriors they're half a game apart. Saturday night comes, the whole starting lineup for the Warriors is sitting, and what it was it now. Uh, it was a Kawhi Leonard. He had had a concussion or something like that. Um, Aldridge, I think he had um, a head injury as well. So they were hurt. I understand that. But to just sit the players because you can, I don't. I don't agree with that. And I. I, I don't. Any true NBA fan, I would think they would have a problem with it. But I don't know. You might. Hit me up. Call me up. 347-826-7924. Or hit me up on the timeline. Matter of fact, I think I see a lot of people chiming in. So let me go to the phone. I mean, not the phone. Sorry, Facebook here and see what everybody is saying and who is joining in. Say, Tone, what's going on? Oh, my God, it's a lot of people here. So y'all bear with me. <laughs> Let's see. Tone, Gary, he says old school, definitely better. Eric uh, Hodges, shout out to you. What's up, A-Town? Uh, let's see, Eric. Oh, he's talking about the uh, Toronto, uh, talking about Serge Ibaka. And Robin Lopez said that Ibaka was on some, some bull. Yes, he was. <laughs> ah, let's see. Uh, oh, that's right, a heart condition, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. But, again, that was, I mean, that's pretty serious, but not just because he wanted to wanted to um, just sit players. Matter of fact, I'm going to take my time and go through this when I go to break, but let's see, let's hit it up. Gary Gillians, yes, I should get my money back when your A sit and you're not injured. I agree. Tony Maddox, that man is making excuses. He came through in the AAU era where they played three or four games a day for the weekend. Okay? So it's like, oh, my goodness. It's, it's excuses. 
It really is. And for you to sit up there and then try to put it on the coach, saying that, you know, Coach Lou, they're, they're there to win games to, so that we can go to the championship. You know, they, they play now for the postseason. Well, again, if you don't make it to the postseason, then what? You're still sitting. Like I said, these players have been sitting since December, January, before the All-Star break. You're not tired then. The season's just getting started. But, like I said, call me up. Hit me up. What do you think? 347-826-7924. All right, so before um, I do head to break, because we do have Lucinda's lyrics coming up, you know, this show is a little bit limited within a one-hour time frame, but we are still bringing you the knowledge and the entertainment. All right? So before I uh, jump into a break, now, I don't agree with LeBron on this. I'm sorry. I don't agree with LeBron sitting. But I do agree with LeBron on this next story. Have you heard of LeVar Ball? If you have it, I don't know where you've been. Because this man, it seems like he's in the news every 30 minutes talking about his children, talking about how he would have, he would have clowned Michael Jordan back in his heyday, talking about how um, the, the league just needs to get ready for his sons because they're about to take over. His son is better than, talking about Lonzo Ball, is better than Steph Curry. Well, LeVar Ball, I think you may have put your foot in your mouth this time. Let's take a listen to him speaking to Chris Broussard on his podcast, In the Zone with Chris Broussard. This is LeVar Ball. You got LeBron. It's going to be very hard for his kids to, because they're not going to look at him as LeBron's kids. They're going to be like, you better be just like your dad. And then after a while, that pressure starts sitting on you because it's like, wow, why got to be like him? Why can't it just be me? And then they'd be like, oh, you're soft. You're not that good because the expectation is very, very high. My boys are good, great, but let's say I really excelled in football and made millions and millions of dollars. Do I spend that time with them now? No. I got the off season. I got to worry about myself. Now I just buy you everything. Now I get you a trainer and hope you mm-hmm. turn out to be okay. Where the fact that I wasn't all that allows me to spend all that time and make my boys all that. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That's the number to call to talk to TJ tonight. And again, that was Lavar Ball, father of Lonzo Ball um, of UCLA, um, speaking on In the Zone with Chris Broussard. Uh, that's a podcast that Chris Broussard has. Lavar Ball, please go sit down, take several seats, and stay out of the limelight. He's everybody's saying, you know, is this more pressure that he's putting on his sons? I believe that his sons are used to this. I really do. I don't think that they are phased by this one bit. You, he can't just all of a sudden come out and be this outspoken and the, the kids aren't used to this. So I, def, I definitely don't think that it's going to have an effect as far as uh, in, in Lonzo's case once he comes into the N, NBA. I don't think it's going to have effect on his play. But this is clearly a – a scenario or a case of I wasn't nothing and I'm going to live vicariously through my kids. I think he did what, play football or whatever, but obviously you weren't that good. So you're for, you know, for you to sit up there and blow VA talking about, well, you know, I wasn't that good, but I'm going to make sure that my kids are that good. I know he tells his, um, his sons all the time, somebody's got to be better, better than Michael Jordan. Why can't it be you? Who's to say it's going to be them? Okay, and then if and when they're not better than Michael Jordan, then what? Are they still going to be a success? Will they, will they be a success in your eyes, uh, Daddy LeVar? Go sit down somewhere. But anyway, 
But speaking on uh, LeBron James and his kids, LeBron wasn't having that. And he says, I quote, uh, this was um, him speaking to ESPN um, on, on Tuesday, quote, keep my kids' name out your mouth. Keep my family out your mouth. This is dad to dad. It's a problem now, end quote. So, again, you be careful who you address things to. I think he had told, uh, he had said something about Charles Barkley. Charles actually challenged him to a game of one-on-one. But, um, again, LeVar, you, you're doing a little bit too much. And everybody knows um, LeBron James, he has two, two children, two sons, um, 12-year-old LeBron James Jr. and 9-year-old Bryce Maximus James. They call LeBron James Jr. Bronny. And he actually already has verbal scholarship commitments to Duke and to Kentucky because they say the boy is nice now. And and we already know that there's going to be a certain level of expectation being the son of a superstar. But look how many kids have, have um outdone their parents. Steph Curry is a is a prime example. True enough, Dale Curry was a was a phenomenal shooter, but he wasn't an all star. If he was, he wasn't multiple. Okay, so we we do know that children can exceed their their parents, but why put all that pressure on them? And again, don't compare your children to LeBron James' kids. You already said you weren't that good. So obviously, if they are excelling better than you, then their genes might be a little bit better. But if they are the kids of LeBron James, that means they're probably gonna be freaks, uh, some more freaks of nature, don't you think? Come on, LeVar. go sit down. Go sit down. 347-826-7924. That's the number to call to talk to TJ uh, tonight. Um, LeVar Bell, he, uh, LeVar, uh, he was also speaking in regards to uh, Steph Curry and Del Curry um, and, and other um, father-son relationships. He says, I quote, the monsters in the NBA, their dads wasn't that good. They were okay. They was players, but the fact that the old Del Curry wasn't no all-star, he wasn't cold. He could shoot the ball, though. Kobe Bryant, his dad wasn't all that. That's why he's such a monster, end quote. So basically indicating that we think that, Steph Curry and, and Kobe Bryant, you know, they're just so good because they excelled so much over their over their fathers. Well, whatever the reason, they are monsters. But you didn't see their daddies all up in the limelight, trying to trying to just over overextend their kids or just you know all these over expectations. Let your children live their life, okay? You had your time. Obviously, you did a good job because they, they are on scholarships playing for UCLA. They will be playing in the NBA. So you did your job. You did good. Now go sit down. All right. So with that, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. I'm going to get to everybody on Facebook. And then when we come back, yes, it will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. So we'll go ahead and jump into a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. This is LL Sports 2 with TJ. I'm your girl, TJ. You and I, and we 
Hey, ladies. Good evening. Um, First off, before we start, um, I do want to um, let everyone know that I was asking for prayers for Janelle. So um, just want to let you know, Janelle, I hope everything is fine with the family. Um, But if not, then we are definitely lifting you up in prayer. It's not, but I truly do appreciate it. I did get your message, and I'm so grateful for everybody keeping me and the family in their prayers. Um, I I need to address two things. One, I I appreciate the fact that, you know, um, these players feel like they want to um, have their little breaks or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I tell you, I say it all the time. This is something I say to you all the time. I feel like this league has now become a play uh, a league bunch of, but a league of wusses because every little thing that happens they want to argue they want to fight nobody wants to take responsibility nobody wants to carry the team nobody wants to be a team and my thing is t- tickets are not cheap uh, coming coming from a person who spends some money and trust me you know how I am about my sports mm-hmm. people buy tickets not only um tickets to single games, but also um, season tickets, not only because they're sports fans, but also because they know they get the opportunity to see those big star players. So you right. tell me that I've spent all this money, um, and, I, and I anticipate, number one, it being a good game, and nine times out of ten, you know, the bench is never going to give you the – the show that the that the uh, starters are going to give you. So you're going to tell me that I'm paid all this money for me to do what? Um, watch somebody I could have just went to a college game to watch. I'm not trying to be difficult, but I feel like it's unfair to the fans. If you're going to do something like that, then you need to lower the prices to to accommodate for that. It's as simple as that. The second thing I, that I want to uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say I totally agree with you. Or better yet. They need to be able to offer refunds. If you don't find out until you show up game day, because that's what they're doing, that's the problem. If they were putting this on, like, the injury report or um, the, the, the I don't, they don't call it injury report in basketball, but if they were letting the fans know ahead of time, and then if you decide to come, sure, go ahead. But you don't wait until two hours before it's tip-off, and then you decide you're going to sit everybody. So I think they need to start offering these fans. The fans need to start demanding refunds. I bet you then they'll have a, right. a different out- outlook on it. Right, or especially or or do a, a sit-out where they literally just don't show up to the games, and then maybe the players and the coaches will understand that this is not okay with us because it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I wanted to address is that um, that situation with, with, uh, with, with ball. Now, you and I a couple um, shows back talked about, um, talked about one of his sons. He he, um, his sons do have skill. I will give you that. But let your son's skills show for themselves, and keep your mouth shut. You don't ever bring another person's child into it. Now, the interesting thing is, um, I had actually read um a few months back um and um a comparison that they had done because you know, um LeBron's not the only one who has um who has kids sons that are actually uh, playing ball right now. There are several of them that are out there, um, and they did a comparison to uh, with Shaq's son and um, and LeBron's son. And my thing is, can you please stop comparing these kids and let them be kids? Leave these kids alone and let them do their thing. It puts too much pressure on a child because you know 
when you're in, when you're already you already have a father that's a star. So you're already being compared in that aspect. And then on top of that, you if you're in anybody who has ever uh, played any type of sport like that knows that you put so much pressure on yourself that you really don't need any added pressure as it is. And it just infuriates me that people who are nothing or have been nothing feel like it's okay for them to run their mouths as though, you know, they've been there. You haven't been there. Your sons are in the league right now. You aren't doing anything. You weren't doing anything, or else we would know more about you before you had opened your mouth. And, and okay. it just it just it infuriates me so badly because I need these people to leave these kids alone and let these kids be kids. We already live in a society where they don't have the opportunity to be kids as it is. So now you want to take it to a complete another level and want to bash somebody's child when it has absolutely nothing to do with you? Leave them alone and sit down somewhere. Be a supportive parent of your children, and that's the only thing you need to be worrying about. Right. Hey, Lou, as a parent, do you have uh, any thoughts or, or feelings on that? That story? Yeah, I I think that, you know, Janelle's making a lot of sense. I do. Mm-hmm. But uh I didn't realize that, you know, they they were waiting to the last minute, uh, with the game. I didn't realize that. I thought they knew in advance. So you saying it's only two hours before they, they are playing that they let people know that they the game is gonna be canceled? Yeah, not that it's gonna be canceled, but that they're sitting the the the, the key players. So like when we when we were anticipating the Warriors and the Spurs, we knew that the Spurs players were going to be out because they were injured. But we didn't know that the um, – well, we found out the day before that the Warriors were planning on sitting – that Steve Kerr was planning on sitting his his people. But a, a day before, still. And, and the NBA, the commercials, like I said, they got Little John doing commercials for the Saturday night matchups. So it was a big buildup, and then you sit the entire starting lineup. But this past weekend, yeah, they, Coach Lou, he just decided that day to sit, um, you know, to sit LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love. Oh, okay, yes, yeah, so I didn't know all that. So then, it, you know, with, with saying that, that would that would kind of frustrate me too. You know what I mean? Because, like, like Janelle said, you're paying your money. But, you know, but and then, you know, for her to say that, you know, we, we're dealing with the basketball being watered down and these people are, they're not professional like they used to be. I agree with her on that. You know what I mean? Got a bunch yeah, of really much. Hmm? You remember back in the day when people got the flu and people played with uh, broken noses and broken art. They didn't care. They got out there and played. They don't do that anymore. Somebody like break a finger and they want to sit down. Yep, and you sick, you call in sick like it's nothing, you know, just because you got a runny nose. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. That might be a little personal, it's like for, these, for the Warriors, that's a prime example. Nothing was wrong. They were healthy. There was nothing on the injury report, nothing. They, Steve Kerr said, I'm resting the players because we're coming off of a back-to-back. Well, you, rest, you don't rest them on the, on the, the key matchup. You you rest them when and, and I know that the Warriors they get a lot of airtime. So you can you can afford to, to miss a Thursday night game or, or a Sunday afternoon game. But it's the prime and I don't know if it's because the war the the Sun I'm sorry, the Spurs players, they knew that their key players were gonna be out, so they're like, Okay, well we ain't gonna take a chance on one of our one of our key players getting injured. But that's what they get paid for. 
They're making all this exuberant amount of money, and they, they want to sit on the bench. What do they do with that at? Yeah, that's not good. But, but see, maybe this will teach the man something because, you know, maybe it will teach them something. You know, maybe you need to invest in what, something. What, stop supporting the game? Huh? Well, yeah. What, to stop supporting? Uh-huh. Well, I wouldn't say stop supporting, but, you know, be wise in, in who you support. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Janelle, any thoughts? I think that um, I honestly think that things won't change until uh, until something happens. Uh, I feel like I feel like you know, it maybe maybe if the league gets involved and and start bringing these people in the pocket or I don't know something needs to change. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that. I know it's not fair. Uh, I, I, you know, this it's a billion dollar industry, and you're gonna keep making your money, and we're not gonna see what we want to see. Then we need to stop coming and support you, and then see what happens. You know what I'm saying? It's just it it, it really is infuriating. It is because mm-hmm. these tickets are not cheap, right? But one thing I I am um, one thing I feel secure with Adam Silver is no Roger Goodell. He will not let this continue on for too much longer. So I do believe right. this off season, some some things are going to change. There, there's some meetings whenever they have their little summer or winter meetings, or when the next time that they all meet, the owners and and the commissioner, oh something will be done. I think this is I the last time, we can, especially with the like I said with the Saturday A B because we just got that. This is the second yeah. year we've had that. So it's like okay, it's only two years in, and now y'all gonna do this to the product? Come on now. The only reason y'all are able to make this amount of money is because of these TV contracts that we're getting. Yes, so. I agree. One, I agree one hundred percent. And the other thing that you you made a comment about that I agree one hundred percent with is the fact that I think that they need to, um, if they're going to be, um, you know, call themselves wrestling players, then like you said, don't participate in the summer league because you know at least eighty percent of the players who play in the league actually participate in summer league too. If you that tired, then go sit down somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody is forcing you to play in the summer at the Olympics. None of that. You are an NBA right. player. That means you get paid to play during the NBA season. Period. Exactly. That's right. exactly. I agree with that. Yeah, totally. All right. All right, ladies. Well, the dialogue was wonderful. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to know where is Marlon from Silicon Valley? <laughs> Marlon has he has taken up a new venture in the evenings, so um, he has okay. a, a new job. So yes, he will okay. be joining us when he can. But he does catch the podcast. But he's listening to the show. So go ahead and shout him out. <laughs> I shout Thank out Marlon to you. I miss you. Love you. Kiddo. <laughs> 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 All right, ladies. Well, that, well, as always, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this this segment of the show. So, thank y'all so much for you know just the dialogue, the input, and uh, you know just the uh, expertise that y'all bring to the show. I love ladies talking sports. <laughs> and thank you for having us. And Janelle, yeah, all is gonna be well with your with your family. Everything's gonna work out, and we just know we're praying on the on the west side. Thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah. yeah, definitely. 
All right, ladies. Well, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all evening, and uh, same bad time, same bad place. Hey, you right. got it. <laughs> you be blessed, T, and keep doing what you're doing, and we love you. Thank you. I love you right back. <laughs> All right. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ on Wednesday nights. Yes, I'm telling you. You know, you thought two hours went by quick. What? One hour? What? You better be on time. That's all I can say. Don't be late. <laughs> all right. So I tell you what, we're gonna go ahead. Uh, any other? Mm, oh, sad news for the Bulls. Uh, former. Bulls GM Jerry Krause, he died um, yesterday at the age of 77. Um, he was the GM for the Bulls, 1985 to 2003. I haven't heard anything as far as um, natural causes or if he was suffering from an illness, but um, they did say that he passed. Um, they broke the news yesterday, I think about 4, 4 p.m. Um, so definitely want to send our condolences to uh, the Krause family. All right, and so with that, let me go ahead and do – let me do Wednesday Wikipedia so we can tell you what happened in the world of sports today. And then we have to go over, hopefully if we have time, the Sweet 16 for uh, college football. All right. So what happened in the world of sports today, Wednesday, March, well, I should say March 22nd. How about that? This is what happened, y'all. 1967, Muhammad Ali, he was stripped of his heavyweight title for refusing to be inducted into the United States Army. So that was March 22nd, 1967. Then in 1969, UCLA, they beat Purdue to become the first college basketball team to win three straight NCAA titles. 1993, Cleveland Indians pitchers Steve Olin and Tim Cruz, they were killed in a motorboat accident. Um, Bobby, is it Ojeda? He was also seriously injured. And then 1994, the NFL announced the addition of the two-point conversion. It was the league's first scoring change in 75 seasons. So that happened March 22, 1994. All right. So that's your Wednesday Wikipedia for tonight. And then let's go ahead and talk about it, the Sweet 16. So are your brackets, uh, brackets, are your brackets all blown up now? <laughs> Is anybody already totally out of out – of, um, out of competition. So we have the Sweet 16. This is this weekend starting off tomorrow. We have number four, West Virginia, at number one, Gonzaga. That's 739 uh, Eastern Time. And then we have number 11, Xavier, going up against number two, Arizona. That is tomorrow as well, 1009. Then for the East Region, number seven, South Carolina, goes up against number three, Baylor. That's 729 on Friday. And then the number um, sorry, number eight, Wisconsin, they'll go up against number four, Florida, 959 Eastern on Friday. Then the Midwest region, number seven, Michigan, versus number three, Oregon. That's 709 tomorrow night. And then number four, Purdue, goes up against number one, Kansas, 939 tomorrow night. And then the south region, number four, Butler, going up against number one, North Carolina, 7.09 on Friday, and then number three, UCLA, will go up against number two, Kentucky, 9.39 on Friday. All right, so everybody knows two number ones are already out. Um, Duke, number two, um, they are out. So South Carolina, they advanced to the first Sweet 16 in school history. So shout out to South Carolina there beating Duke um, to get into the Sweet 16. All right, and let's see, was there any, oh, uh, NFL news real quick. They found Tom, Tom Brady's jersey 
over in Mexico. But this is the thing. The man had stolen already. He already stole one of Brady's jersey and stole Von Miller's helmet. Where was the the FBI and the police on that? <laughs> this man has been stealing stuff for two years, it seems like, but they just now realized it this, this past uh, Super Bowl. Go figure. But I definitely want to say, um, my aunt, she has something to say here, Aunt Karen. She said, can you imagine back in the day going to the Bulls game and Michael didn't play? Girl would have taken the roof off that mother. <laughs> I know that's right, Auntie, because Michael Jordan, he he's laced up every single night, okay? Because that's what they did. Again, it was a responsibility to the fans. It's not all about you. And, again, if you're so tired, take a rest, all right? So with that, y'all, it's a wrap. Yes, the hour, it is in the books. Man, it goes by entirely too fast. But we'll get back to it April 19th, the regular two hours, so we can get any and everything and everything and all in on the show. How about that? (laughs) Oh, real quick, I definitely wanted to mention Dwight Clark, uh, former wide receiver Dwight Clark of my uh, San Francisco 49ers. He announced that he has ALS. Um, Clark, he played for nine seasons and he won two Super Bowls with the 49ers. Says he's not sure if football causes ALS, but he does suspect that it did. So definitely want to keep him in our prayer, him and his family, as they battle um, now knowing that he is suffering from ALS. All right, so with that, y'all, want to give a shout-out to everybody listening in on the phone lines at 661-670-678-5086-678-926. That's my daddy. Hey, daddy. 770-896-678-898. Everybody listening in. Um, in the chat room, online, I know you're out there because you tell me all about the show, so I know that you're out there. And to each and every one of you who tuned in on Facebook, thank you so much. And I thank you so much for, for coming in at 9 p.m. Everybody was on time tonight. That's what I like. And all of the dialogue. I love it. I love to see the dialogue going on in the timeline. All right. So I definitely want to give a shout-out to... Uh, my main fan, Mr. Silicon Valley, Marlon, as I said, he, um, he is venturing out into some new um, ventures. He has uh, some, some things he's working on, so want to shout out to him and tell him that I support him and wish him all the best in that. Oh, some birthdays today, J.J. Watt, uh, William Shatner from, what was that, Star Trek? Uh, James Patterson, one of my all-time favorite authors, um, he turns 70. Uh, Chris Ivory, football player, uh, turns 29. Guillermo Diaz, all my Scandal fans out there, he turns 42. Stephanie Mills, you better learn to respect the power of love. She turns 60, the big 6-0. And Wolf Blitzer, y'all, turns 69. Like I said, a lot of birthdays today. Thomas Davis of the Panthers turns 34. And George Benson uh, turns 74 today. And as I um, said um, when she came on the line, but please, y'all, definitely want you to keep my girl Janelle and her family in your prayers um, as she deals with um just uh, health issues with with the family members and all that. So, Janelle, we are definitely keeping you lifted up in prayer. To Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics, talking about her clippers there and what they did on my birthday. Hello. Uh, happy birthday. Shout-out to my fellow Aries, Keisha. She's going to celebrate her birthday on Sunday. So shout-out to you. And last but by no means least. Oh, got to show it. Told you I had a birthday. Okay, I had many I had a wonderful birthday, y'all, so thank each and every one of you for the birthday wishes and shout-outs. Got some amazing gifts from my dad and my brother, um, uh, some amazing gifts from my mother, too. She, I mean, she, she did that. But this one right here, bam, y'all see it? SF, do you see it? Look at the color, y'all. Look at the exquisite design. People on the phone line, I'm so sorry you can't see it, but hit, hit up the uh, timeline on Facebook. 
Yes, she did that. <laughs> so shout out to my mom uh, just for always being there for me. And, you know, even when she gets mad at me for uh, not accepting her just gracious and unconditional um, support, um, you know, just, Essie, I love you. You're always there for me because, uh, you know, she's about that business and then taking care of business. But, you know, sometimes, um, you know, I don't, for all that she does, I just uh, sometimes, I don't um, just don't want to accept because she just always continues to go above and beyond, and um, I don't know. Just uh, sometimes I just want to say no, but it's only out of respect for the love that I have for everything that you do and always do for me. All right, so I love you, Essie. So that's gonna do it, y'all. We'll be back when next. Wednesday, 9 p.m., you can catch me Eastern Time. Call me up, 347-826-7924, or log on to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 or hit me up on the timeline, y'all, Facebook, Tina D. Jackson. All right, so it's only time for one more thing. You already know it. Tonight's motivational moment is going to be provided by a dear friend of mine, Mimi Andrews. She sent me a daily inspiration a couple couple days ago. I want to say about a week now. Um, so I'm reciting the passage that was sent to me. So, you know, sometimes when people write things, the, um, the, the tense of the verb and all that is kind of a little bit off, but, um, or maybe a word was left out or input in the wrong place. But <laughs> So y'all bear with me because I am reading it verbatim, but it is just too powerful for me not to share. Um, this inspirational um, motivational moment is going to come from a minister, Pastor Blunt. All right, so here we go. And I quote, Removed alike from some people can be selfish, mean, considerate, and treat you poorly. But don't take it personally. People give you what they have. They can't give you peace when they don't have peace. Their conduct is a reflection of them, not you. Learn to associate with people who inspire you challenge you to rise higher people who make you better don't waste your valuable time with people that are not adding to your growth your destiny is too important true love is always in what a person does actions prove who someone is words just prove who they want to be karma has no meaning you get served what you deserve So don't be upset when people are not nice or even reject you. Nice things are rejected all the time by people who can't afford them. End quote. This inspiration tonight is just a stark reminder of those old wise sayings that have been around for centuries. Association brings on assimilation. Be careful of the company you keep. What goes around comes around. What's done in the dark will always come to the light. Treat people the way you want to be treated. And my favorite, actions speak louder than words. And the reason they stand the test of time is because of the truth and the power that they still possess. So watch who you surround yourself with. Treat everyone right. Don't let anyone steal your joy. And most importantly, mean what you say and say what you mean. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others, 
Be good to yourself. But most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye. See you next week. 9 p.m. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.